This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey everyone, as mentioned in the January 15th to 21st video podcast, I will be re-releasing the Pluto and Aquarius segment from one of my weekly videos back in March when Pluto entered Aquarius around March 23rd as its own standalone episode. At the time that I made this segment, I included it in the weekly video, which made the weekly video about 40 minutes long. And so this time around, I figured let's keep these things separate so it's easier to digest and re-release this recording because it has a lot of data points and the themes that we can expect while Pluto's gonna be in Aquarius for the next 20 years. This will be broken up into three parts where we talk about the ingress of Pluto and Aquarius and how it will show us alternative ways to transform. Then there's the theme section where I talked about the harmonious attributes, the neutral expressions, and the complicated lower vibrations of Pluto and Aquarius. And the last segment will be about Pluto reawakening zones, which will cover transiting Pluto going over territory that the outer planets have already went over, such as Uranus, Saturn, and Neptune, plus a few others that are included in there, and some other things that may reawaken in some spots where these planets have transited already. At the time I'm recording this, we're now in our second phase of Pluto going into Aquarius, meaning this is our second hit of this planet going into the sign. And since this planet is in its shadow phase right now, it's going to bring up themes from the spring of 2023, from the dates of March 23rd to June 11th. This second transit of Pluto being in Aquarius is going to last until September 1st of 2024, retrograde and wrap things up for Pluto and Capricorn for a long time, for a couple of centuries. And then it'll re-enter Aquarius on November 19th of 2024 permanently. Well, for two decades, this planet will remain in Aquarius until May 8th of 2043. So yeah, we're in for a long ride with this pairing. Here's the full discussion about what to expect with Pluto going into Aquarius. Hopefully this helps in understanding the possible occurrences that'll happen while this planet is transiting in this sign. On March 23rd, Pluto will enter Aquarius for the first time in 225 years. This planet has not been in this sign since February 17th of 1798. And it's so crazy throwing those numbers out, throwing those dates out, because doing the astrology and dealing with the outer planets, I'm so used to saying maybe 29 years at max. More so if we're dealing with Saturn or we're dealing with rare conjunctions, rare alignments. The Jupiter cycle of 12 years, so to say 225 years, is pretty mind-blowing. To put that in perspective, with the exception of Neptune, think about all of the sign changes the outer planets have made since the year 2000. 
And those were huge deals, but this right here is a massive deal. And even though we're only getting a small taste of what this planet is going to bring in the next 20 years, because Pluto will eventually leave Aquarius around June 11th of this year. It's only going to stay here for three months. It's going to go retrograde back into Capricorn. So we're not done with our Capricorn stuff. We're actually not done for a little bit. More so because this planet is going to be in and out of Aquarius, jumping back and forth over the next year and some change. But this next three months are going to be really important and give us a preview of what we can expect in this sign. So pay attention to what's occurring from now up until about June 11th of this year, because it's going to give us some major indicators of a few things we can expect. Maybe not all of the things that we can expect because this is a long cycle and it is going to take a long time to develop. So it's not as if the moment we get into Aquarius, everything is all of a sudden going to happen at once. This takes time, just like everything took time with the Pluto and Capricorn cycle in terms of things progressing over time, in terms of things developing over time. So this too will take time. I'm not saying that we won't have some major moments coming up over this next few months because I'm pretty sure we will, but this will at least give us a feel for the vibration we'll experience over this next 20 years. A combination like this is pretty fascinating. All Pluto combinations with each sign is fascinating. This one in particular because of the transformative nature of Aquarius and Pluto itself being a transformative planet. This combination is going to usher in major changes, major developments, and the need to overhaul systems that have outworn their usefulness. Pluto is the planet that helps us take our rose-colored glasses off, so that way we can look at old baggage that we've been ignoring. With this planet, when we finally look at the things that we've been ignoring, the stuff that we've been repressing, we realize that those things may need to be altered. This is because one of the biggest purposes of Pluto is looking at the things that were underneath the surface. Some of that is with the old baggage we choose to ignore, situations we felt motivated to repress for whatever reason, or things that were concealed from our eyesight. Once we're faced with plutonic situations, there's no ignoring or shying away from the uncomfortable things. This shifts us to the cycle of death and rebirth. Of course, that doesn't mean literal death, but it could be nixing something that no longer belongs in your life or relinquishing control of a situation that's not productive in any way. But once we face those problems and we release those things that are no longer helping us, we go through a metamorphosis and we regenerate to a healthier version of ourselves, which allows us to get in touch with our Phoenix energy and connect with our personal power. So even though we face extreme things, work on behavioral issues, work on control issues, work on our coping skills and detox from what's impure, these Pluto cycles are really helpful and gives us the strength we need to regenerate from stale periods. And since it's going into a sign like Aquarius, which is all about getting out of your comfort zone and releasing yourself from stagnation, a pairing like this could feel like a massive overhaul to systems that we have in place. Aquarius is about progress. It's about innovation. It's about social responsibility. It's about rolling up your sleeves and helping your fellow man. It's about creating a better version of what we've already built, embracing scientific ways of thinking, using cutting edge tools, since technology gets a huge boost in this energy. And these cutting edge tools can also be the brain itself. And we do this by zooming out, 
and looking at every situation from every angle so that way we can get a new perspective and a creative solution on how to resolve complex issues. Also, we become more concerned in Aquarius of being connected to the collective consciousness to ensure everyone is on the same wavelength. So when you combine the two, Pluto, a planet that deals with all the things I mentioned, also it deals with our collective experience. This is because Pluto is a slower moving planet, so its effects are felt over time on a societal level and the world at large which is another reason why we call it a generational planet in astrology. So this literally gives us two decades of influential happenings on our society as a whole. So let's look at the themes that could occur over the next 20 years with this pairing. I know that this one can be a bit unsettling in terms of a Pluto transit through a sign. Pluto through any sign is not warm and cuddly by any means. However, we are going to look at the positive expression, the neutral expression, and of course the lower expression. One of the reasons why why I want to look at the neutral expression in this one particularly is because neutral things can be a positive thing. Sometimes they can become an uncomfortable thing. It all depends on how this will express. So some of the themes I'm going to mention can go either way harmonious or uncomfortable with the higher vibrational manifestations of this energy. As I was saying before, this could be a time of a ton of transformation. In other words, this could be a time where we're seeing revamping of things. We're seeing overhauls of a lot of structures and systems that no longer work for society as a whole. So some of this could be through looking at what's no longer benefiting society, what's holding us back from advancement, the things that have created stagnation in terms of our growth, situations that have created oppression or have left society hanging out to dry. It could be a situation of reforming power imbalances. So this could be a time of seeing a power redistribution where some of that leverage goes back to the collective. And even though I have this in the higher vibrational category, this could also be a neutral expression depending on the circumstances. But this is a time where we are looking at ways where we can innovate and level up so that everyone is reaping the benefits. And speaking of innovation, this could be a time where we find solutions to complex problems so that way we're not going back to the way things were in the past. And what that means is if there have been some antiquated systems that are no longer working for us, whether that be technological, whether that be scientific advances or things to do with medicine. This could be a time where we're seeing a major boom in these things so that way we're able to progress as a society when it comes down to these cutting edge technologies. So this could also lead to making major shifts through addressing issues in the collective world that we've ignored. In other words, we could be transforming problematic things that we've just let fall to the wayside when it comes down to the collective or even traditions that are holding us back collectively. And so this could be a time to really change our attitudes and our beliefs when it comes down to things that we became too status quo about in the collective. So this could also usher in a time where we're looking at the rules and seeing how we can improve them, how we can revamp them. And it doesn't have to be official rules. It could be social norms. So this could be a time of looking at alternative solutions to those things. That way, everyone benefits as a whole. This could be a great time of transformation through our platonic unions. Aquarius deals with our platonic situations. It deals with our platonic situations in the sense of groups, memberships, associations, friends, 
and people who are of assistance in your life. So this could be a time of shifting the way we interact in those relationships on a healthy way. There's also a lower vibration to these unions as well. But on the healthy end, this could be a time of prioritizing those types of unions and making them important. A lot of the times, those types of unions, they, they're important, of course, but we mainly focus on our romantic relationships. And it's not to say that our romantic relationships will go away because Pluto is in Aquarius, because that's impossible. But there may be more of an emphasis on our platonic relationships as a whole. So if you've been the type to mainly put your focus into romantic unions, this could be a time where you're finding a balance between those and you're ensuring that you're having those platonic unions in your life because they are important while also making room for your love life as well. Even though Aquarius is not associated with love and all those mushy feelings, it doesn't mean that those things are going to go away just because Pluto is an Aquarius. But there might be an enunciated theme to operate from our heads and sometimes our hearts. With the neutral expression of this, I'm going to bring it back to relationships, romantic relationships. It's common thought to think that you need a romantic relationship in order to have a child. However, there have been plenty of people doing it through artificial insemination. So something like that might be more enunciated within this energy. Also, we are on the opposite end of the baby boom when we go into Pluto and Aquarius. What I mean by that is Pluto is the opposite of Leo and the Pluto and Leos are the baby boom generation. So what happens when Pluto is on its opposite end of that? There's a chance for things to not go traditionally especially in terms of the birth rate or the way people are having children. There may be more people opting out of having children or because we're dealing with Aquarius, there might be some unnatural ways to go about making children. During this time period, there could be unconventional innovations in terms of genetics, meaning not doing genetics the old fashioned way by just making a baby the way you would and having your genetics combine as they would naturally, there may be more lab intervention as a result of Pluto and Aquarius. So I put this in the neutral expression because for some people that may be favorable, for some people, maybe not. I would say that's open to interpretation and it depends on who you're asking. And also we don't know what that will be and what that will look like because we have a 20 year cycle of this. So this could develop over time and be a great thing or be something that might be complex. Continuing with things associated with relationships unions. This could be a time where we're seeing more communal stuff going on. During this period, we could be looking for a sense of community. This could be a time of wanting to be with people who are on the same wavelength. This could be a time of the collective consciousness merging in some sort of way since we're dealing with Pluto and Pluto has to deal with merging because it is associated with Scorpio. It is the governing, the modern governing planet of Scorpio. So there could be a need to go deep communally, which has its positive sides, but also could have some shadowy aspects to it too, which is another reason why this isn't a neutral expression. More things to do with relationships is because this is more of an operate with your head and not your heart energy, there could be more of a detachment when it comes down to relationships. It's not that you're not engaging in these relationships and interacting, but there may be more of a aloofness when it comes down to the way we're connecting with other people. Like we're connecting for the greater good, but also at the same time, there's a little less feeling in that. And sometimes that's okay. And there are times where that might be complex. Aquarius energy has to do with organizations and associations and combined with Pluto, we can see a transformation within those areas. So our relationship to organizations might change as a result of this. Sometimes this isn't a favorable way where we reap the benefits of these associations and organizations. Other times it may be us taking a look at where these organizations are not doing their part, which is creating complexities. 
This could be a time where we're seeing people taking a more radical perspective on things. And again, radical doesn't have to be bad. Radical doesn't also mean good all the time. Radical can simply mean it's new and inventive and no one's ever seen it. It's a new and crazy idea that maybe could work. Or it's something that's new and it's crazy and it's wild and it's out there and it might cause some upheaval. Some of this can also fall in line with fringe groups in Aquarius. In Aquarius, we deal with people who are on the fringes. It is associated with outliers. It is associated with people who are outsiders or just anyone who deviates from the norm. That's a good thing. And at times it can have a shadow expression depending on the circumstances. As a person who's clearly not a normie, that all sounds great to me. At the same time, knowing how Aquarius energy can work is we can have the good where we have a whole new genre of people coming in and really making society grow as a whole. Or we can have situations where people are on the end that's maybe very complex and shadowy. So Pluto and Aquarius is going to enunciate those attributes, good, bad, or indifferent. Energy like this, Pluto and Aquarius can bring about disruptiveness. It can bring about sudden changes and shock. And again, shock sometimes is a good thing. Disruptiveness is sometimes a good thing because it changes things up. It gets us out of our comfort zone. It shakes up all the stale spots in life. So part of this disruptive energy will be all about shaking things up in society. And at the same time, we know that that can have a shadowy aspect as well. This could be a time of revolutionizing our lives in a big way. So this could be a period of making necessary alterations to liberate yourself in life. These revolutions can come through science and tech and the way we interact in society or the way we're building our systems, the way we're building our cities. Some would consider this Pluto and Aquarius cycle the second industrial revolution. So this next two decades can be a time of great inventiveness as a result of this. And of course, like I said, that's still a neutral expression. There's a lot of positivity to it, but there also can be some shadowy aspects to that as well. In Aquarius, we take a visionary approach when it comes down to the world at large. And we attempt to do this from an intellectual perspective. So in a lot of ways, this could be helpful in terms of moving us forward and seeing progression in society. And again, there can be some shadowy aspects to this, which leads me to the lower vibrations of this. And so that visionary approach could be so novel that it causes chaos. In other words, it could be so new and inventive that it disrupts things to a chaotic level. There's nothing wrong with being an early adopter of a beta test. At the same time, within Pluto, combined with Aquarius, this could be taken to an extreme. This is not like being a beta tester on an app where, you know, you get the updates and there may be some bugs and glitches that happen, but, you know, it ends up getting fixed with a patch of some sorts or getting some sort of system update, whatever that might be for you app-wise, software-wise. This in itself has a lot to do with society as a whole, so this could be stuff that's being created that might create some sort of havoc. Of course, some of this could have to do with technology or trying to move the needle too fast when it comes down to change because the change is necessary that we need in our lives. At the same time, sometimes within Aquarius energy, it can get carried away and it could shift things to a point where society might not be ready or whatever systems might not be ready. Nature might not be ready because this could also bring in changes when it comes down to natural things. Aquarius is an artificial energy and is in favor of the artificial things. And so sometimes some of that stuff can get moved faster than typical and it may create some sort of disruption or imbalances within our world. 
Sometimes that visionary energy could be about leveling up at all costs because it is taking a more intellectualized, detached view of its experiments because in Aquarius we do experiments and observations to see how we can kick things up a notch. And a lot of the times with that, it can be buggy, as I've mentioned, and that bugginess could translate into something that we definitely don't want. And it could also translate into doing things with no feeling and no empathy and no concern for what that might do to other people because you need to get the job done and everything needs to be a certain way. Relationships, because of the communal mentality of this energy, there can be issues when it comes down to that where, you know, there may be moments where people are suffering from group think as a result of this energy, which could give way to groups that are more cultish in nature. So an energy like this can enunciate cult-like situations. Also, this could bring out the shadow side of platonic relationships. Just like Pluto and Libra had us looking at the darker side of romantic unions, this is one of those things where we could look at the darker side of those platonic unions. And as I mentioned before, there is a cultish nature to some of this. So it can bring out those aspects where we're having to look at those things that are underneath the surface that aren't pretty. Because of the transformative nature of this energy too, this could feel like a time of upheaval in certain circumstances. It doesn't mean entire upheaval. It does not mean the apocalypse. But during Pluto and Aquarius times, there have been major overhauls, major changes. And some of those changes have been chaotic in nature. Some of those changes have brought about some of the most uncomfortable shifts. And in some ways, we can see that. And it may be isolated in certain areas, in certain places. It may be overall. So that could also be problematic within this energy. As Aquarius deals with technology and science, we could see some problematic things with that. On the tech end of things, there could be some issues when it comes down to cyberspace. So some shadowy things about the internet could rear its ugly head. There could be more issues with electronics and bugginess as a result of that. Those of you guys who listen to me, anytime Uranus goes into retrograde, Uranus being the modern ruler of Aquarius, we tend to see some electronic disruptions. And I'm not saying that they're huge, but there's definitely a lot of bugginess that does occur two weeks before Uranus goes in and two weeks out of Uranus retrogrades. And so since we're going to be in this Pluto in Aquarius situation, we might see some buggy things that go on with our electronics and anything to do with electricity and things of that nature. So yeah, there's a lot of complicated energy when it comes down to this. Of course, the uncomfortable parts are super uncomfortable. The positive parts are really, really nice. And the neutral expressions are the neutral expressions. But none of this stuff is going to happen overnight. We have 20 years of this transit that's going on, Pluto transiting through Aquarius, where we're going to see these shifts happen over time. And we'll see some things come back up over this 20-year period as Pluto is transiting through that zone. Pluto is transiting through the zone that Jupiter and Saturn went through. Jupiter and Saturn had their conjunction in Aquarius at zero degrees back on December of 2020, so it could bring up themes from that period in time. Pluto will also be going through the same zones as Uranus went when it was in Aquarius back in 1996, all the way up until the early 2000s. I would say getting close to 2003 before it went into Pisces. Also, Neptune was in Aquarius from 1998, November 27, 1998, to around the spring of 2011. So Pluto going through those zones over that period of time is going to bring up themes from those planets traversing those zones. So in a lot of ways, we might feel like deja vu as this planet is going through that great conjunction area, as it's going through where Saturn traveled, where Jupiter traveled, where Uranus traveled, where Neptune traveled and cause us to update something from that time, see something that was buried beneath the surface, and give us the opportunity to transform those things so we can progress. 
And remember, we're only getting about three months of Pluto in Aquarius this year in 2023. Pluto will backtrack into Capricorn around June 11th, re-enter Aquarius on January 20th, 2024, retrograde out of Aquarius on September 1st, 2024, and then fully be in Aquarius for the remainder of 20 years or so from November 19th of 2024 all the way up until May 8th of 2043. So I mean, math wise, that's like 19 years or so. But either way, we've got two decades in this. The signs that will be most affected are the fixed modality, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius between all degrees of these zodiac signs. And again, not going to happen right away. The ones who are going to feel this the most right now are the ones born in the early parts of these signs. Or if you have placements in your chart in the fixed modality, that's at the beginning degrees of it. And I would say, give or take, since we're going to only be about zero degrees of Aquarius, Pluto and Aquarius, would probably be those born within the first three days of these signs. Or if, again, you have placements in this, if you're zero to about three to four degrees of these signs in your natal chart. But yeah, here's two transforming in an innovative way that's healthy. 